Mike O'Brien's bull bellow was deceptively hearty, gratingly cheerful. With one foot planted on the brass rail before the Honolulu bar, with a slopping glass of liquor tottering before his gross face, he roared, Come on up here, every one of your sons. You're going to drink to the toughest man that ever sailed the Pacific. Snap into it, me buckos. A Kanaka Chinese breed moved cautiously away, his black eyes bright with fear of the swaying bulk beside him. Spike O'Brien caught the movement out of the corner of his bloodshot eye. With a jerk of his thick wrist, he sent both glass and liquor hurtling into the half-cast's face. With a scream, the small yellow man clawed at his eyes and stumbled away. Blood was running down into his mouth from a cut jaw. O'Brien laughed. The sound shattered even the noisy turmoil of the Honolulu dive. Men stopped and stared. <laughs> Come up here, every one of you, snarled O'Brien with a leer. Come up here and drink to the toughest man on the Pacific, Spike O'Brien. S-P-I-K-E, Spike O-B-R-I-E-N, O'Brien. The man who killed Shen Tzu. The guy who whipped the governor of Borneo. I'll take on any two of you. Any three of you. I'll fight the whole damned bunch of you with both hands tied. Come on up here and drink. The fat barkeep stopped dispensing Kuliao and swabbed his greasy forehead. His eyes were pleading with someone, anyone, to do something about this. Men were stumbling up the steps that led to the dock street, deserting the place, trading its external and internal warmth for Honolulu's wet fog. O'Brien turned around and swept his apparently drink-glazed eyes across the room and its remaining occupants. He was a tremendous bulk of a man, clad in black pea jacket, white-topped cap. His coat swung open and light fell on the brass buckle against his waist. O'Brien's eyes rested on the far side of the room, went away, and came back again. His mouth twitched with annoyance. A white man sat there, quietly spinning a small glass between thumb and index finger. His hands were narrow and tapering, as are those of an artist. His face was the face of a saint. His shoulders were of awesome dimensions, even though he was noticeably slender. O'Brien's annoyed glance rested on the quiet face, seeing only the fine features of a gentleman, completely missing the small light which danced far back in the metallic gray eyes. The face might be that of a saint, but the eyes did not match. O'Brien did not like either face or fingers. He had ordered all up to the bar for a drink, and this man had not answered the call. Hey, you! Come up here, understand? You're going to have a drink with me whether you like it or not, see? The face showed very little interest. The small sparkling glass went round and round between the slim fingers. O'Brien lurched away from the bar. The lurch was exaggerated. It took more than a dozen drinks to make Spike O'Brien that drunk. His eyes were suddenly cold, shining with an animal intelligence. You'll come up to this bar or I'll drag you up promised O'Brien, jolting against the table, spilling the other's glass. You annoy me, Mr. O'Brien, and I don't like your face. Get out of here before I change my mind about dirtying my hands on you. In spite of the import of the words, the quiet face did not change or show the slightest interest or emotion. The small lights in the eyes were flaring up steadily. You, 
You talk that way to Spike O'Brien? O'Brien was plainly dumbfounded, aghast. He slapped his hairy hands down on the scarred top of the table and thrust his jaw close to the other's face. Maybe... Maybe you don't know who I am. Probably not. Well, I'm Spike O'Brien, that's who I am. I'm the man Ring and Talbot brought all the way from China to do a job for him. I'm tough, get me? I'd just as soon kill you as look at you. Please take your face away, said the other mildly. Your breath is bad. Haven't you any friends to tell you? O'Brien rocked back on his heels. His red-rimmed eyes focused on the other's face. His cor-